Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family around the world, it's Greg. And it's Matt. And guys, Happy New Year! Happy 2023! Oh my gosh, it's the first episode that we are back. We are back, baby. We survived the holidays. Did. We survived illness. Yes. We survived horrible family drama. Oh, uh, yes. Everything's been survived, and we're back here to bring you the low-quality content that you've come to expect, nay, desire. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have missed this podcast. I really have too. Yeah. Like, like, legitimately, seeing you every week was a big part of my schedule. Like, doing yeah, this exactly. It just it helped me like maintain normalcy and like feel good about myself. The last couple of weeks, I've just been like aimless. Just it's like, been very weird. I've yeah. been able to keep track of what day it is or like what's going on or anything. Plus, you know, I just miss you, man. I know. I, me too. And I that means this year we're going to be uh, not taking a break, probably. But we'll we'll find out. We'll, well you out. know, we'll, we'll see. At some point, one of us will have a mental breakdown or something the, or. Really bad existential crisis, or exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like the like like the millennial men that we are, absolutely. Well, uh, I don't think we could have picked a better time to come back to do it. A really, we sort of nailed it, right? I know. It's like everything was kind of dead, except there was, of course, drama. Of, of, actually, sorry, before we start ranting, <laughs> we're start ranting. Welcome to the bottom tier podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm Greg. He's man with yeah, the bottom yeah, tier, yeah. flesh and blood. Blah uh, blah blah. We yeah, we talk about flesh and blood and talk about it in a more casual space and kind of uh, how how we enjoy playing the game. We like to keep it chill. We like to make sure that it's accessible. Yeah, we invite you to come join us in our world. Yes, but with that, I mean, the only crazy drama that's been happening for the past like two weeks that isn't flesh and blood related. Uh, is uh, Wizards of the Coast related? Oh my god, Wizards. Holy Guys, we're going off on a tangent for a second. Matt and I are both big D&D players. Yeah. Um, and we haven't seen each other in like a month. Yeah. So, uh, what the hell, bro? Dude, I honestly, like, at first, like, with Magic, I was like, oh, wow, that sucked. Like, that's just a cash it's grab. It's rough. Yeah, 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 Like, skeevy cash grab. Oh, 100%. Pure greed motivation. Dude, crank that to 11, oh, and absolutely. you got what's going on with D&D, absolutely. where they are just rejecting like their own it's contracts. It's insane, dude. It's going like, to ruin a lot of businesses. The entire community is going to fall apart because of this. Like, especially in the last couple of years between the pandemic and everything like that. Like, and we see this in flesh and blood too. Ha, brought it back around. Yeah. Um, that like, you know, during these sort of periods, you, you, when you don't have a lot that you can necessarily like go out and do, you find other people to do something with. Yeah. And doing something like a card game or like a tabletop RPG, you can do it online, you can do it in person, maintain distance and all that jazz. So, as we've all seen, this community has grown. Their community has grown, and it's been phenomenal. But the rug just gotten pulled out of the uh, out from under the entire thing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because for our channel, I had a huge idea that I'll present to you now, but I don't Ooh. know if we're gonna go. Well, we're gonna find a different way to do it. But I mean, we have talks of doing a uh, of flesh and blood doing a. Um, like a single player PVP sort of like, like kind of more a of a, yeah, like a kind of more of a tabletop game. And so I was like, how about we just like bypass it and just go ahead and play in Wraith with a D and D campaign and like do a monthly thing for it. Oh my it. God, that'd be so much fun. And, but not D and D anymore. Well, I don't know if we should do D and D. So we got to think about another platform. We want to do that. But if you're interested in that, please hit us up in the comments. If that would be something you'd want totally to let us know. To. Cause really yeah. like if even one person says, yeah, do it, then we're, we're gonna probably, probably going to do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, like we can always use like it's, this is just for the one D and D that's coming out. We can always use fifth edition still and stuff like that. But I don't know. We'll Fifth Letter Pathfinder or something like that, yeah. maybe. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, not not a Pathfinder. Not game? a Pathfinder fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like if Gamma I want world it is then five hours making a character. <laughs> I don't want to do I'll just that. play D&D version two. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. I know what a Thaco is. You know what a Thaco <laughs> is. I know is. what a Thaco is. Yeah. 
<laughs> not fun is what Thaco is. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what that acronym but, is. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's, that's that was kind of crazy, but lo and behold, the light at the end of the tunnel, we got legendary story studios, legendary story studios, whatever I think that is LSS presenting us with the probably the most exciting draft thing I've ever seen. Dude, I'm all set. Outsiders, everybody. Outsiders. If you have not checked out the little pseudo preview drop that they did, you need to go on fabtcg.com right now and flippin' do it because it looks like it's going to be great. Matt's pulling up the info right now for specifics, but if you haven't checked this out yet. We're going to uh, tell you. We're going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right drops. now. Brand new draftable set um, coming out in mid-March. Uh, very, very exciting. Good side set as well. Um, the biggest thing for us, um, and hopefully for you guys too, um, is that it's actually going to be a draftable set, and it's going to contain six flipping heroes, man. Six heroes, yeah. Six heroes! I think the main thing is this kind of shows us that LSS is like listening to its player base. Yeah. Because Uprising was well-received, but after a while, it was like, done you know like up, up, uprising was definitely good it was but it a, had a shelf life. it was a fast burn because it was just like this draft ah, fast a, burn yeah it was just a, just it, the drafting was not as fun because you couldn't pivot so hard or you couldn't really like change things up it pretty quickly got to a point of being solved basically yeah, yeah. like you knew if you drew this card and this card you had to play this hero if somebody else is you know if a lot of people are playing five then you have to play icelander or something like that yep. so like it, it, it was fixed but this one yeah this one's gonna pop get ready we're gonna read it right now let's go outsiders is a standalone booster set that takes you down into the pits, a sprawling web of underground caverns and canals, home to all manner of backstabbing and school dudgery. My kind of people. Outsiders is the first flesh and blood draftable set to feature multiple heroes within each class, making it the most dynamic draft experience yet. You're drafting Assassin, but are you Arachne or Uzuri? You're drafting Ranger, but are you Azalea or Riptide? You're drafting Ninja, but are you Nukatsu or Benji? Each hero has their own strengths, strategies, and card preferences. You'll find yourself wanting to draft outsiders again and again to explore the depths of the pits. I saw her. So, if you paid attention, ah! we have two drops there of two heroes we have never heard of. Two before. brand new heroes, Uzuri the Assassin and Riptide the Ranger. So, yep. Uh, so, Riptide Lurker of the Deep and uh, uh, Azuri Switchblade. And what's interesting, too, is Arachne... Isn't the same Arachne. No, it's we just got Arachne. Arachne. It's an Arachne solitary confinement. And the reason we know it's different is they haven't shown us any of the text of these heroes yet. Mm -hmm. And Arachne's health is 19 instead of 20 and 38 instead of 40. So what the hell are they doing, man? I don't know. What is this? I have no idea. I'm so confused by this. Yeah. So they, like it's like, it's cool. I'm, I'm super excited to see like some variants and the heroes come in Yeah. because it provides a really good template for how they could re-release like chain or prism or something further down the line. Yeah. And there's an interesting theory with that. Cause a lot of people are speculating that this set was going to have a chain or prism, but uh, a lot of people now have kind of band together the tinfoil hats and they're like, this is actually the perfect excuse for their next classic battle set to just be like, Here's the new chain and prism. That that would be great. Chain actually. versus prism. That would be fantastic. That, that would solve like every single problem. That would solve the issue of it not selling very well because people will definitely just go buy it to pick up right. chain and prism. I would. And then we you get to have the test run with the new mechanics against this, the friend. Yeah, which with which, the predetermined which, which deck. would be brilliant. This is one of the rare opportunities. I'm really hoping that the tinfoil hat people are correct. Yeah, uh, because that's something that I need in my life, man. Yeah, but that's off topic. That's off topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, with that. 
we have Azalea. You'll recognize three other names. Azalea, Katsu, Benji are also added in here. Their abilities aren't changed. They're going to be the same, which is really interesting. So we're not going to get like Azalea star of the show. <laughs> it's going to be. Can, can you imagine Azalea with access to all of the elements? <laughs> I know, right? Well, I mean, what I mean by that is we're not having another like star no, yeah, of a situation. Yeah, yeah. And, but it seems like Azalea is going to be purposely getting support. Along with Riptide, who is a ranger that involves traps. Which is so fun to actually be able to play like a full control ranger. Is going to be exciting. Ah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited. And then, of course, we have another Assassin Uzuri, which means it's going to have a little bit different mechanics. With the Rackney, too. Rackney's going to have different mechanics. So we're excited to see what we do with the Assassin's class. I mean, it'll be more fleshed out. And Ninja's in the set again. That's the the third... That's like the third major ninja thing in a row. Yeah. Because we had Fi with all the ninja stuff. Yeah. And then the last set had literally like, oh, we're going to go tiger. A whole new arc Tiger, tiger. Yeah. And now we're getting ninjas again, which is kind of crazy. Ninja's getting a lot of support. Ninja's getting a lot of support, a lot of love. Um, I was initially a little disappointed when I read the heroes um, in the ninja, you know, sort of context specifically. Yeah. Because it's, it's just reprints. Um, it's, it's Benji and Katsu who we've had for a little while now, but with them, um, yeah, go ahead. but like you said, is we've been on this like ninja kick, so I'm pretty okay with it. And this also gives them the opportunity, a brilliant opportunity to give us an adult Benji. Yep. Which I think we're going to get, which I really hope so. I really hope that we're going to get, adult, uh, get adult Benji. Yeah. So, uh, we're probably going to, we're probably going to get adult Benji, which is huge, but, and that creates another ninja out there in the playing field. But that also like. We don't see a lot of Katsu and Benji support. Not like at all, honestly. Like, you have the Katsu player that's like really good and undefeated. That's awesome, you know? But like most ninjas you're going to see is Fi now. And so I think Fi, Ira occasionally, yeah. yeah. This is going to be like, here's two ninjas that aren't there very often. And we're going to be like, here you go. And it's going to be awesome. And I I'm think sorry. so too. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I mean, I got ninja stuff, so that means I can stick in that route. Right, know? exactly. Yeah. Um, did, uh, there's a second part to this announcement as well, though, before we get too into just talking about the heroes. Well, I, I'm not done with heroes, though. Okay, all right, fine, man. Because there's one more thing. Okay, all right, fine, man. Last time in Uprising, we only had two Blitz decks. Correct. Now we have every hero gets a Blitz deck. Which about damn time. That's six Blitz decks. Yeah. So that's actually really good for new players. That's a, it's a phenomenal entry for new players. It's a great opportunity for uh, for more experienced players who are looking for particular cards, but don't necessarily want to pay you know a single sort of price, or they're more like a bulk type card that yeah. they can't necessarily get their hands on that easily. So you can just go out and pick up your Blitz deck instead of waiting to you know for it to ship from online or something. Have it in hand, ready to go. Pick a couple up for your friends. You know, holidays are coming yeah. up. So that's exciting. Yeah. Holidays are coming up. It's hey, man, Easter's right ended. there. Okay. okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, now to the cool stuff. What were we going to say? Okay. There's there's a second part to the announcements and outsiders. The heroes, the draftable, flipping phenomenal. The thing that blew my mind. <laughs> nice little snap there, that's man. So the, <laughs> the thing that blew my mind was that this is the first set where they're doing hybrid class cards. A card that has two different classes on it, so you can play it in either deck. Yep. I am ready. I'm excited. So here we go. Outsiders introduces new hybrid cards that can be played in two different classes. Hybrid cards enhance the drafting experience, allowing you to keep your options 
open. The three most iconic hybrid cards from Outsiders appear as Marvel research notes that perhaps hold the answers to the origins of the three deadly diseases that plague the inhabitants of the pits. This makes me stoked. Yes. Because A, like it's going to be really, really like cool with the like hybrid and being able to switch things and draft. Oh, but massive flexibility. Those marvels are. Oh my Free. God, dude. Okay. Look, I, so I, I grew up on like horror movies and stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I'm a massive fan of the evil dead series. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and that Marvel guys, if you, if go look it up right now and you'll see what I'm saying, that Marvel looks like it's a page out of the Necronomicon. It does. It's uh, like, it's, like it's freaking boss. It's called the codex of Fra- uh, frailty. Uh, the so, codex of frailty. That's a metalist shit name. Yeah, it's man. so cool. And the art has like this, like skeleton and, and stuff on like, 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 like anatomical paper. drawings yeah. and stuff on that old, like vellum that's aged and everything. It's so cool. Uh, the card says, we'll might as well read it. Each mm. hero puts an attack action card from their graveyard face down into their arsenal. Each hero that does discards a card. Create a ponder token under your control and a frailty token under each opponent's control. Go again. So we don't know what frailty is. No idea, but it's probably going to be pretty neat. But we do get a ponder. But we do get a ponder. And ponder's good. I like ponders. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like we're going to have some really cool stuff. And I I don't know how Flesh and Blood does it, but every time they announce a set, it just gets me hyped. Right? Every single time. Like, we just came off Dynasty, like, what, a month ago? And, you know, we're already at the point where, you know, the fire's coming back up again. We're, it's, 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 it's there. It's waiting. I know. It's two months from now. I will give a complaint, though. Like, uh, Dynasty did not keep me as stoked as Uprising. No. Dynasty, it, it peaked really high, like, right at release time for a yeah. week or so. And then I feel like, and, and you know, leave, leave some thoughts in the comments if you feel differently or if you agree with us. But it seems like it just, like, dropped off super fast. Um, people were still talking about Uprising, like, a couple of months later, like, when Dynasty was coming out. We did this, too. Yeah. We were comparing it to Uprising. We were, you know, continuing to talk about Uprising through that entire period. Nobody's talking about Dynasty anymore. Not at the same, you know, sort of like, we need these cards from Dynasty or, oh my God, it's such a great set. It is a great set, but the hype is gone now. Yeah. And I mean, we're, I'm glad we got a class and a rack and all that stuff, but this makes me more excited for that, which is great. And um, however, Dynasty is really cool because like it was, just a su- it was a supplemental set. So, I mean, we're not going to talk about it at length because we're not in it all the time. Like it's, 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 it's not the primary yeah. thing. It's there to, you know, fill in some gaps and provide some support. But ultimately the main sets with the, with the ones that have, you know, the full draftable spectrum and everything. I think those are the ones that just by nature, people are going to be a little bit more interested in for a longer period of time because it has more of a payoff. Yeah. Once you have all the cards you want from dynasty, there's not much more to talk about there. Um, except maybe, you know, finding like a Marvel or something like that of a weapon or something that you like. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's nitty gritty collector stuff. That's not broad, you know, sort of mainstream, mainstream, uh, like <laughs> playing and deck building and all that kind of thing. Um, so interesting dichotomy there a little bit. I'm a little nervous, honestly. Um, LSS is talking about like increasing the production of sets and everything. I'm kind of worried that there's not going to be enough time between the different sets for us to really, you know, explore them, you know, let the hype die a little bit and really dig into the cards and let the hype start building up again uh, for the new set when it comes out a few months later. 
up until this point, I feel like they've done pretty good yeah. at like spacing them out far enough where we can still get excited about it, like really genuinely, rather than more like the Magic the Gathering sort of thing, where it's just like, oh boy, what's today's set? I don't think they're going to. I, and James White has come out and talked about it, where they they purposely want to make sure it's a little bit longer so we can actually taste the set. And so they do have a plan of being like draft, supplement, draft, which I think is perfect. And, and right now, I think they're doing three a year. But I think they're talking about maybe doing once a quarter. Yeah. Which I'm honestly like with how fast this game is growing, I think does make sense. And just really, it seems like a good sort of cadence. You you yeah. have the set release, you have three months to dig into it, to really enjoy it. And then you have the next set come out and it's a supplemental set. It helps the previous set, all the other previous sets just sort of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a specific word I'm looking for. It just go into rotation. Yeah, exactly. Like it just kind of, um, yeah. And then the process continues. And so it seems like a really good cycle of like hype to low to hype to low. And this is like a really comfortable sort of like undulation. But if we get to the point where it's like, here's a set and in a month, here's another set. And in a month, here's another set. I don't think we'll ever get that bad. Uh, But I mean, who knows? That's like the famous last words, you know? Right. But I I don't ever think that I think James White has like, if they just look at their competitor, and just see what's going on there. They can yeah. just be like, we're not ever going to do that. Because, like, you can see that that outcry of people who are, like, in it. Yeah. Like, sure, you have people that are, like, insane and, like, going every month and doing that stuff and, like, stoked on it. But you can also see the majority of the fandom being like, no. Like, it, like I can't even, like, ev- compete. Every community has those outliers who are just, like, way, 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 way into it. Um, and good on them. Like yeah. rock and roll, live your freaking life, man. Yeah. Um, but for most people, like that's that's not the way they do it. Uh, I think part of the problem is that other uh, properties are marketing more towards those like outside numbers because they tend to be louder. Yeah. Rather than the more mainstream thing. So I don't know. It's 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 interesting, and it's, as Flesh and Blood continues to grow the way that it has been, um, especially as we're uh, you know working through the year three. Um, coming up on year four in about nine months or so, um, as they start hitting that point, it starts to hit a point of maturity. Yeah. And you can go kind of one of two ways, I think, there. You can either, like, keep up what's been going and just keep delivering the really good, like, impact and letting it grow kind of a little bit more slowly, a little bit more organically. Or you can super ramp it up. You can just shove a bunch of product in people's faces and make it look all glitzy and glammy and, you know. I, I I think they're ramping up a little bit just because, like, the player base is ramped up. Like this is the most players they've ever had. It's matured that way too, mm-hmm. where it's consistently gotten growth. And so with that, they finally got the feedback they needed because uprising was like listening to them, people drafting, be like, okay, now it's here's uprising. Okay. This is kind of like this. So now we're doing six heroes and we're going to see how that goes. And then we're, they're fine tuning the drafting to be able to last. Because if you think about it, they are doing the draft supplement draft. That means we wait six months drafting the same set for six mm-hmm. months. So they're trying to find a way to make sure that they can keep us interested for six months with one set, which is tricky, which is huge and tricky. And so we're going to be able to go from there and hopefully it's, it's successful. I'm excited to have six different heroes. Cause that it, means like, I really am too. That's like, six weeks of trying something different. Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. And that's even or, before you get into hybrid cards and you know, the generic versus class specific versus if there's like, if any of them are talented or anything yeah. like the possibilities get sort of nuts when you stop and look at it. Yeah. Analysis has done a great job of sort of managing our expectations, making sure that there's not too long between sets or anything. I just really want to see him keep that up. Yep. Yep. So I'm excited. This is going to be this great I news. We're going to be able to see what's going on and 
and just have some support for heroes we haven't seen in a very long time. And sort of on that, everybody, uh, we need your help. Oh. We really want a spoiler card. <laughs> hey. So get out there. Tweet the man himself. Go to his house. Knock on his door. Don't go to his house. Don't knock on his door. Don't do anything that we ever tell you to do. Get us that spoiler card, everybody. We're going. We'll <laughs> we'll 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 do something super special. Uh, it'll be great. I really I had something planned this that was better so than this shameless. to say. That is so. But shameless. I don't care, man. It, you know what? It's been a rough holiday season. I just got over being real freaking sick. I don't care. I don't care. I want this, Matt. And I don't mind. I don't care who knows that I want it. Hey, you know, we're excited because this year you're going to start seeing uh, things happen because locally here um, with our YouTube page is what I'm saying is we're going to be more active on it. Starting this Saturday, uh, we'll be going live um, because we are doing our pro quest, pro quest, which is huge. So we'll be live there. You'll be watching our games. Um, I don't know if it's going to be sporadic or just like one long drawn out live stream. I think I might just do each match that starts play it live. And then each, uh, each match after that, we'll be able to play it live. Uh, depending how long my phone lives and all that stuff. Uh, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, so hopefully you can tune in for that. Um, won't be any commentary uh, right off the bat. You'll be able to actually get to see some unique matches on camera, which is really cool. And it's a pro quest. Everyone's going to be there with their best stuff. They're going to be coming to win. So it's it's good. It's going to be good. It's like, gonna be regardless really good. of anything else, it's going to be high-level matches between high-level players really showing you what the game can do. Absolutely. So hope you can tune in for that. And then we'll start having our weekly videos come out again afterwards. So it is the time for us to get a spoiler card. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And we're going to get there eventually. That's a goal we, we have for 2023. We will, we will get, get one eventually. in 2023. I think so too. Yeah, we will get one in 2023. I hope so. Even if it's a card, like here's your card and it's just a printed, here's your card from James White. Like, yeah. I'd be stoked. Like, Oh, cool. It does nothing for me, but I have a card. Bronze bobble. <laughs> yes. Pitch for one. You get the, uh, you know, really cracked bobble. <laughs> Broken bobble. Bottom tier bobble. <laughs> <laughs> Man, legitimately, that would be freaking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. <laughs> if this is the last card in your deck, <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a meta-defining card. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, man, it's it's... It's really fun to be doing this with you. Again, I man. know. It's, it's I just, awesome. I just, I just need to say that one more time. This is this is, this is a heck of a lot of fun. I hope that you folks out there are having a good time, too. Uh, chilling out here with Matt. With, the Matt. Um, with yeah. Matt and Greg. And, uh, yeah, I, I had something else, but well, it hey, fell out of my ears. You know what? No. Let's go to our recurring segment. Greg. Is it time? It's time is for it lessons time, learned. Lessons learned, everybody. Yeah. So every week we go over lessons learned, the lesson that we learned these past, maybe over this break of right. uh, in flesh and blood uh, and what it is. So, Greg, do you have any lessons learned from the past few weeks? Ooh, uh, honestly, like, I have some, like, bigger picture stuff I can talk about. Okay, but yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I haven't played the game except for like the couple of games we played a little bit earlier yeah. um, in like a month. Like I, I've, I've been on a long break. Like I haven't looked at any articles. I haven't watched any videos. I haven't engaged with anybody on this. Yeah. I haven't even thought about it um, until a couple of days ago. So I'm a little rusty. I'm a little out of it. Um, but kind of through that, um, I had, you know, kind of a really interesting revelation um, when I st- right around the holidays, when uh, when I sort of, you know, 
started a little bit of a break. Um, I was feeling just really burnt out on a lot of things. I just started a new job. I was getting used to that. Yeah. There was a bunch of personal stuff going on. Um, and I was just like, you know, I was, I was having a hard time keeping up with everything. Yeah. So I took a little bit of a break from flesh and blood, took a little bit of a break from some other things too. And just sort of, you know, spent a couple of weeks kind of recharging, spent a lot of time with my partner and the cats and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then a couple of days ago, I'm just sort of, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm just processing some stuff and my brain just goes, Hey, what if you did this with this hero? which started the whole process back over again. The wheels started kind yeah. of rolling again. Um, and I realized that I was actually getting burnt out on flesh and blood. I was actually to that point where it was more of an imposition to think about it or to participate in it. than I was, then I was actually getting entertainment out of it. You know? Yeah. Um, which, which was a really, it was, it was kind of a, kind of a face smack for me, you know? Um, because you know, you and me both is on this show in person, in the local community and everything. Um, we're big proponents of just have fun. Yeah. Just have a good time with it. If you're not having a good time with it, what are you doing? Um, and I wasn't having a good time. And it took stepping away from it for a little while to fully realize the impact that it was having on me. Um, so I guess that's just a really long way of saying my lesson is, you know, don't be afraid to recharge. Take a step back. Take stock of yourself. Um, and just know thyself, you yeah. know? Understand where you are with it and what you're getting out of it. And if the math doesn't work out, Take a little bit of a break. See if it comes back to you. It came back to me. I've got like three or four really interesting deck ideas, I think. Um, oh, that's awesome. I built one today. You played against it. Yep. Um, not, you know, super far out of sort of the orthodox, but interesting enough that it kept you on your toes a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm getting back into it. I'm feeling the fire build up again a little bit, um, which is really, really nice. So, lesson learned. Just chill out, man. Chill Just out. chill out. I love it. I I honestly, I think all of us during the holiday season, I'm pretty sure the viewership could tell too, is everyone was just kind of like in a lull. Even LSS was like, hey, no winners. It's like, let's not be sweaty this month. Because Everybody gets a Christmas gift. Yeah. Chill e- out. Everyone needs to recharge, you know? So it was a it was a month of just playing for fun and being weird and just like, oh, I'm playing this weird deck. Like, okay, cool. That sounds fun. And it's really cool because at the beginning of the year, it was like, cool. It's time to kind of like... ProQuest is here. It's time to get a little bit more serious and sweaty again. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. I showed up to um, an event that used to run Draft and CC. And I showed up on the day I thought was like Classic Constructed. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we switched it to Blitz now. I was like, oh, crap. Damn. I didn't bring my Blitz deck. I was like, I don't have a Blitz deck. Like, I honestly don't. Which is kind of funny because I was like such a main proponent of like, oh, I like Blitz better than whatever. And now I'm like, I like Classic Constructed way better than <laughs> uh, I turned it into those guys. But... So I made a quick like botchy threw something deck, together, yeah. I played, and then um, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go make Fi as a blitz deck. I'm sorry, it's a long tangent off of what you said. No, you're gonna make Fi off of, of a blitz deck, and just I'm not even gonna do like an optimal Fi with like Art of War. A because I don't own Art of War, but B good reason because I was like, I just want to do a Phoenix form blitz deck. Heck yeah, man. And be dumb. Like, it's just, right? it's not even going to be good. And so I have this Phoenix Form Blitz deck now <laughs> that uh, I have for Blitz Knight that's just all draconic. And now my Phi is no longer classic constructed. It's just Blitz, which is fun. So, yeah, that's, I. you're right. Like, afterwards, I, I like, focused on deck building. I, I did a couple changes. My brain's been thinking more. I think it was just the world just being like, it's the holidays. Let's take a break from things. And you can exactly. go forward from there. Sometimes you got to put it down. 
mm-hmm. so you can pick it back up. Yep. Absolutely. So that's a great lesson learned. I loved it. Thanks, man. Uh, what about you? What uh, what words of wisdom do we have from Matthew today? Well, my lesson learned might be more um, Mimi because... Uh, Lessons a lesson, baby. Go for it. Roomblades suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's my lesson. <laughs> no, you suck. So I, I Bam. just, I just played Briar, right? Yeah, dude, you did. Roomblades. <sighs> Okay, so here's rune the blades are very easy, okay? You play a non-attack action, you play an attack action with go again, you swing the sword. Okay, yes, you're right. It, you're right. However, you can be on a roll and be like, I got the lines, I'm doing that, I got it. Like, I played, yeah. I played well just now. Yeah, But also, absolutely. you could be like, oh, I got this in the bag, That we're two HP away, I took all this damage because I'm being aggressive rune blade, blah, blah, blah. Draw a hand, oh, four non-attack actions. Nice. Rune blades suffer from being a rune blade, dude. It the, the, one of the drawbacks to rune blade. One of the things you have to play around is sometimes you get a dead hand. No. Bri- Briar especially. Ru- Briar is super prone, to just getting just garbage hands, and then the momentum is completely gone. So, anyways, that doesn't help anything. Rune blades suck, dude. Rune blades don't suck, and <laughs> no. I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I would present to you a couple of pieces of evidence to support this uh, position of mine. Uh, how many rune blades are living legended right now? I know Briar's about to hit there. Briar's I, like for, three points away. I guess the proper way to say it is rune blades aren't for me. And, there you go. But also like, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Like it's so annoying. Like it, that those problems. Like good on you for making that that's class annoying. living legend because that's insane. You know, that's like annoying. I am not a fan of the inconsistency of just being like, cool, and I have a dead hand. So congrats on winning. That's great. You know, like I right. can't even like. I'll pitch and Rosetta you for two. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh-hoo-hoo. I wonder if he can stop two damage. So it's just kind of like, like uh, it wasn't for me on that but, aspect, but you have to admit that when your lines hit, when the rune blade really starts cooking, it feels great. I know it, it's, it's like the lines are gross. Like it's all of a sudden, you're just <laughs> they like, kind of are. You're here not you lying. go. Like I just presented 20 damage and counter, you know, like it's three cards, 20 damage. No big deal. It's gross. Like I can see it. I mean, you can see the lines in any class that can go wide like that too, but it's just like with that, it was just, I don't know if rune blades are for me, but I respect the game. Uh, and see now to, to step back from me being a rune blade guy and making a bunch yeah. of jokes at your expense and everything. Talk a little bit about the lesson. Um, this is like, this is one of the most every hero is going to work with every person. No. I mean, simple fact, people's minds work in different ways. People have different play styles. What you do with, I would some hero. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's good to know what you like, but it's equally important to know what you don't like. Eliminating things off of the list just makes it that much more manageable. Yeah, I I I just don't I don't enjoy the feel of Runeblade too much, which is interesting because it's like a really popular. It's really popular, right? People love the Runeblade. I've given my hand in Viscerai, understand it more, which is good. I do think you need to play play Briar now and and uh, Commoner. And uh, Are you, uh, sorry, there's just a, uh, oh, oh, just okay. a second. Uh, hold for a moment as we check to see our audio is recording and our audio recorded. Yes, it did. Right, sorry oh. about that. My, my, we have this thing that kind of shows us like the, the wave audio form. waveform and it just was like a deadline. I was like, well, 
hopefully we got this uh we got this podcast poopy uh, and as it turns out we did <laughs> yay uh, so yes so back at it like briar viscerai room blades awesome like I'm, I'm stoked for you if you enjoy playing that just not for me like i i found out that like i do enjoy the fast-pacedness of ninja because i feel like you can be able to i, I think hitting those lines is more difficult surprisingly mm-hmm. because it feels more like accomplishment when you're like are like here is like five things and it all paired off of that first one to be able to do this last thing and i like that you know like cool. it's kind of, and Illusionists that's like, are fun and i think that might be because like that's like the one deck where it's like I'm just going to present to you like I almost feel like I'm in control of this whole game the whole time. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to present to you these problems and you figure it out. Right. Exactly. It feels like that, which I enjoy too. So I, I, I guess that might be aggro. I don't know, but I'm just like, you're, you're, you're here's this. You're definitely I'm a, 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 a faster paced, more aggro sort of player. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't do a little control too. Yeah. Illusionist is so freaking control. It's, illusionist. Dumb. Oh my it's God. so dumb. I, I really do like illusionist yeah. though. Yeah, that's probably I, I talked about being like Leviah in um, ProQuest, but it might end up being Jeremiah. So it honestly, you probably should. Yeah. So that might be what happens. Who knows? Right. We'll find out. You'll find out Saturday on the live stream. Right. Exactly. It'll yeah. be great. Uh, Be there. Be there be, on the YouTube. Be there. Or be square. Uh, bottom tier on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, With that, guys, like we're so excited to be back for 2023. We got big Real. goals. Um. And if you have any topics you want to talk about this next year, I know this is kind of more of a news dump episode of we're so excited for outsiders and we're news back. dump riffy sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. But next week we want to be able to start hitting some topics that you guys want to hear. So just hit us up in the comments on YouTube or uh, you can send us, uh, I guess you can send us a tweet. You can email us. You can email tweet us. us. Uh, you can throw a brick through our house's windows. You, yep. Uh, only on Greg's house though. Yeah. That that's true. Yeah. I, I have two windows. Uh, whoever breaks them first gets a super special mystery prize. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The cops. <laughs> 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 the very best gift of all. Nobody said ever, but uh, yeah, you could uh, email us over at bottom to your pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. it is, or at bottom to your pod on Twitter. You can message us there and we will be able to know what you guys want to hear and learn more about in a casual way. Um, more commoner stuff is coming out. Uh, commoner cups can be next week. We'll be recording some stuff for that as well. It's very exciting. So it's going to be, uh, pretty cool. And we're going to have a lot of great stuff this year. And then hopefully in the next couple of weeks, Matt and I have the chance to sit down and actually schedule some stuff out and we'll be able to, you know, hopefully one way or the other, let you guys know sort of the stuff that we're looking at doing this year, whether or not we get to all of it, whether or not we nail everything, we probably won't. We understand how this works. Um, we, uh, we're, we're excited to put our best foot forward for you guys. Um, we're excited to do it for ourselves as well. Um, because I really enjoy doing this. Matt really enjoys doing this. Yep. Um, and we're happy that you've joined us on this journey. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. Um, we'll be updating a couple of different places with some information. But uh, the podcast, of course, is your primary resource for all things bottom tier, all 17 of you. Uh, the YouTube channel is a good secondary place for the six people who check that out. And uh, for everybody <laughs> else, there's, uh, there's Elon Musk's Vanity Project. <laughs> there you go. I love that. Uh, also, let us know about if you want to have uh, Flesh and Blood D&D type podcast in your ear holes. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, we- you could have said that any other way. <laughs> Literally any other Earholes, way. You know? But you came out here and you chose violence. I, I constantly do that. Monster. Constantly do that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, guys, as always, my name's Matt. And I'm Greg. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here on the bottom tier brand new edition for 2023 we're really looking forward to the rest of this year with you guys uh, as always uh, have yourselves a wonderful wonderful rest of your week and we will see you here next time